0: Hello and welcome to the Green Power Podcast. Tonight we will be discussing our trip to the Queen Power Stadium tomorrow. I am delighted to be joined by the Green Power Regulars, Kieran Thibault. How are you doing, Kieran?
1: Very well, thank you. Good to be back. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Very, very well. Probably enjoyed
0: your podcast uh, for the Southampton Review. Always Brilliant, I must say. Um, I'm delighted to be joined by Frankie. How are you doing, Frankie.
2: I'm not too bad, not too bad. I'm doing metaphorical like bows, and I don't quite know why no one can see me.
0: <laughs> we can put a video in it, the video one if you want Frankie, that's fine. Um, <laughs> and also delighted to be joined by Mr. Crawford. Dan, how are you doing?
3: Oh, you actually delighted though, Alan, that's the question. Probably not, but we'll say yes for the exercise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay then. How are you doing, Dan?
3: I'm, I'm doing good, mate. Mate, we're, we're, we're doing well. I mean, I'm slightly perturbed that, um, you know, Fabio Cavalli went to Liverpool and then they don't play him, and yeah, that 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 perturbs me. And also, the other team in West London are uh, are also winning, I think, at the moment. So uh, yeah, I, I did enjoy the natural order of the the of West London being restored um, with, with the results. Uh, uh, over the last couple of days and I'm sure after we get three points at the King Power um, that will be the case again tomorrow night
0: yeah um, Brunford won earlier didn't they Um, and yeah Caballi I have zero sympathy for um, so, so yeah. Let's move on to Fulham matters. Um, we go That's into to- <laughs> we go into tomorrow's game with six points from the previous two games after the return from the World Cup. Uh, Kieran, I'll start with you. How pleased have you been since the restart? And can you see any improvement oh, think,
3: this time impressed. than before?
1: Very impressive how we've um, come back to Premier League back to the premier league even um after the world cup it's been brilliant to um see the see fulham playing again and of course um great win on boxing day really lifted the spirits and gave us the hope we needed obviously that we were questioning previously about whether we'd carry the momentum forward and i think it's pretty clear that we our, inten- what our intentions are for the second half of the season i think we're doing that very well um, obviously, a bit more of a scrappy win against Southampton. Uh, a case of um, a last, like late-on winner, but it, it's just a smash and grab. Really, you get you take the points wherever you can get them. I think we did really well there, um, and I can't see us slowing down. Obviously, got a bit of a tough run of fixtures coming up. Leicester, obviously, soon. Um, they're on a pretty poor run, um, but of course they'll be wanting to turn it around as well. Um, so I think we've got another sort of. Another game slightly similar to the Southampton game in the sense that it will be a, it will be a, it won't be as easy as Palace, um, and we're really going to have to fight for the three points. It won't be as easy as we think it is. But mm-hmm. overall, I've been really impressed with how the players have um, come back from the World Cup, and I think um, we'll see more of the same going forward.
0: Frankie, you must be pleased as well
1: because I know I am. Yeah, I don't think you can
2: uh, ever complain with six points from uh, six points from six. Um, Although saying that during the game, I found lot, plenty of room to uh, to moan about against Southampton. I thought we were just poor, but I'll take poor and three points. Um, so yeah, very very, very happy. Uh, I don't quite know how to uh, how to predict this uh, Leicester game. though. they've been they've been the uh, the weirdest team I think at the Premier League season so far. Yeah,
0: very inconsistent. But I'm I'm in agreement. The Southampton game. I think when it got it back to 1-1, I was sitting there thinking, okay, take the point, we'll move on. Uh, I don't think it was at the races at all. Uh, but to come away with a, a win, it's just that's a sign of a good thing when you don't play well and you still manage to pick up three points. Uh, Dan, you must be really pleased after your 1-1 prediction on the uh, preview for Southampton. You
3: remember, the, you remember that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, it was nearly right. For me, that's quite good. <laughs> <Just one> hour, <laughs> so, you know, and I did I did say in another play, I did talk about James Ward-Prowse and, you know, I could bore it. But, but look, I, I think the boys have nailed it, really. There's not much more for me to, to add here, which is um, just that you're going to get these games. You're not going to be able to um, play teams off the park. Yeah. Um, Um, And I do think the the thing that was really interesting about that um, Southampton game was the influence of Tom Kenny um, coming on, calming it down, getting the ball through a sort of tightly packed defence. And clearly what settled it was our set-piece prowess, which, you know, I will revel in until the day I die because Fulham have been atrocious at corners and set plays for far too long. And we now seem to know what we're doing and, you know, Joao can pop up with as many back post headers as he likes. Thank you very much.
0: He can do whatever he wants. In my Everybody opinion, wherever he wants. <clears throat> he's, he's just god. He's just a godlike figure now, isn't he? He's uh, phenomenal. But just a very quick answer on this. Dan uh, James Ward Prowse, as you did mention, should Burn Burn Leno have done better with that free kick going over old ground? But I just want
3: a quick answer on that, if possible, please. <laughs> what are you trying to say? um <laughs> Yeah, but then I should have done better. It reminded me of the Odense free kick in the, in the Europa League. Um, but also, the wall needs to be better. I'm not sure why Harrison Reid is on the end of the wall. Get a big bloke on the end of the wall, Simples.
0: Okay, uh, that's, a, that's a fair point. Right, so I think Frankie pointed this out a minute ago. Kieran, I'll start with you. What have you made of Leicester's start to the season so far? Because they're probably the most underperforming team in yeah. the Premier League, in my opinion.
1: It's not been great. They've been quite inconsistent. Obviously, had a pretty poor start. Um, people predicted them to get relegated. And they have picked up um, over previous results, um, before the World Cup especially. But I think, obviously, their key players seem to be Jamie Vardy and James Madison. And when Madison's not on the pitch, they do struggle. Of course, he's had a few injury concerns. And um, whilst they do play well in some areas, <clears throat> they got some good players um they do underperform um as you said and they're quite inconsistent um they're also very weak on their sec- on <clears throat> defending their set plays as well set pieces so i think fulham sh- should be able to revel in that um in that aspect come come the game but um, yeah they've had a pretty questionable start and um it will be interesting to see how they um want to respond to their pre- that their, their previous two losses um against fulham tomorrow yeah, Frankie, what have you made
0: to Leicester's pretty inconsistent start to the season? And I think Madison's meant to be
2: back tomorrow. Oh, God, don't tell Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. Uh, I think he's, he's their creative spark, uh, first and foremost. I think he's their most talented player at the moment, especially with Vardy. Seemingly in the swan song of his career now, he doesn't have that same sort of fear factor. Um, yeah, I don't quite know how to... Uh, to say, obviously, they had. I think they drew their first game, but then one lo, uh, lost something like six on the bounce, and they looked awful. I'm really surprised that Brendan Rodgers survived that sort of run of games. To then have a little period where he picked it up uh, against the team sort of in and around mid-table and the lower half of the Premier League. Um yeah, their, their inability to to get points um, when they're playing poorly and and get wins when they're playing well. I think is stinging them. I think they've only had two draws so far this season, and in the majority, it's either win or loss. The either way, which is probably not a good recipe for for anything. I mean, you get to stack up points that way, but um, yeah, they're just an interesting team. I think once they get James Madison back rearing, uh, I am nervous about it. Um, I, I feel like they'll see this game as one that, right, we need to get back on track now. They have a period, I think, where they play uh, Forest again, uh, Brighton, Villa. So they'll be like, this is another run. We can go on, get some points on the board. So they'll be confident and up for it, you hope. But um, yeah, I, I really don't know what's happening there. Um, it's it's really bizarre. It's a tricky one. And for me, it's quite
0: nice to see an owner, you know, repay the faith in a manager And as you said, the right thing probably would have been to sack him, Um, but they stuck with him and it did sort of... They did get rewarded towards the end of that, before the break finished. Um, And I'm just hoping we can just pile more misery onto them tomorrow. Uh, Dan, what have you made to Leicester's inconsistent start to the season?
3: Well, I mean, I fundamentally disagree with you. Brendan Rodgers is um, well out of his depth here at this point. Um... This is a man who pretty much invented football. If you listen to him talk about himself, he loves himself. Um, so mm-hmm. it's interesting to see how suddenly the problems are elsewhere. I mean, I will correct you on Madison. He's not going to play tomorrow. Uh, that's official from from Rogers and, and Leicester City. And, and the, the interesting thing is, so Patson Dacca is out. He went off against Liverpool. So, they're missing Bertrand Evans, James Justin, who had a great game against us at Craven Cottage in that season where it was easy to play against us. Madison, Herrera, and maybe Dennis Pratt as well. Pratt, I don't know. My my French pronunciation was always shocking. Um, And so, I mean, I I just think Leicester are in a really interesting position. They only made a couple of summer signings uh, initially. and Yeah, they came out... I mean, they had a really weird had a disastrous start to the season I think they drew against um, the Houndslow mob and then they had six straight defeats they smashed Nottingham Forest when people were doing that um, and then they lost to Bournemouth they had a nil-nil against Palace and then they had that ill run um, and I, yeah I don't, I don't know quite what to make of them uh, this is a guy who, you know, he, they did that documentary at Liverpool um, on Rodgers and he was like passing notes to Jordan Henderson and telling him that he would never make it as a as a leading player and now Jordan Henderson has, you know, lifted European trophies and things like that. I mean, I, I, I just, I don't, I don't get on with Brendan Rodgers and I don't get the hype, you know. There were articles that sort of suggested that he'd be the successor to Gareth Southgate. I mean, goodness me. But um, on, on on the specifics of the game, it, it's really interesting. So, so Leicester have got 17 points from 17 games. And when you consider that that's bolstered by the run before the World Cup, um, it's a really poor return for the, for the, for the squad that they've got. But uh, Frankie, I think, was the one who said it, that they're reliant on Madison and an ageing body. And body is now ageing. Um, and I feel like this is one where, as long as we um, step it up, because Silva was quite clear that we needed to raise the level. We were quite stodgy against Sampton. Um yeah. And I think it suits us to play away from home, the way that he likes to play. Um, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So I, I think the way that we play, we're, you know, te- if teams sit in against mm-hmm. us, that's where we're going to have a problem. Um, and Leicester won't want to sit in against us. They'll want to hit back after. You know, some of the defendants abject. Um <laughs> And that's good. That,
1: um, that, is it Voot Faze is playing so he can score two more in goals to get for us?
3: <laughs> yeah. I, I, that was just bizarre. I mean, yeah. So I, I find it very, um, I find it very strange. The whole thing's very strange because if you're sort of waiting for Brendan Rodgers to turn it round and turn them into Champions League contenders, I think you'll be waiting for a long time.
0: Mm. I think it's fair to say that Brendan Rodgers never received a Christmas card for you from you last year, Dan. <laughs> 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 you know, he did win the FA Cup with Leicester and got into the semi-finals of the Europa Conference League, but
1: you know, no I Christmas think he's that's the most important thing here.
0: <laughs> I quite like Brendan Rodgers. I think he's a, I think he's a good manager wherever he's been. He's he's done a right, um, but he did used to work for their mob in SW six, didn't he? So. Don't like him too much. Um, but look, the last time we visited the King Power Stadium, we recorded uh, deserved a deserved two-one victory. Are you confident we can repeat the same success tomorrow, Kira?
1: Yeah. Um, I think Leicester are there for the taking, really. I mean, obviously, Dan mentioned the amount of injuries they have there with some key players. Madison out injured, who um we rightly said is that is their main spark. And I think without them, I think they'll struggle. Um <clears throat> Have to hope that we're up for the challenge um, and perform better than Southampton because obviously we were mm. a little bit poor in in the way we played. And I think Silver will emphasise that in terms of us stepping up tomorrow. Um, I think hopefully um, we 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 play like we, we're playing any big side really, um, and we hit him hit him on the break, hit him hit him where that where it hurts really. Um, we we score from set pieces and stuff, which they they can they're very poor at defending. And um, rightfully get get past them. I, I see. It. Well, not pretty, not quite comfortably, because they'll come out fighting. But I can definitely see a repeat of um, of a scrappy two-one, maybe three-one victory um, from whatever happened the previous season. I think was it Ivan Cavallero scored a penalty finally to end our um,
0: penalty drought, and it, it was Adamo
1: Luckman as well, wasn't it? Luckman and Cavallero producing the goods, so um, we can hope for a similar similar result at the King Power tomorrow night.
0: Yeah I'm going to mention uh one player here which I think Frankie will find this quite enjoyable. I think and that was Anguisa's best ever full, a game at a Fulham shirt. <laughs> that's one that's one thing I do remember about that game was oh, had a blinder. He had an absolute blinder. Um but Frankie uh are you confident we can uh who is, <laughs> Who is this <laughs> and what have
3: they done with Alan Druitt? Who <laughs> is this and what have they done with Alan Druitt? Credit where credit's due, Dan. me, Frankie, go on, son, get involved.
2: I think that was an official sign-up to the fan club, I think. No, and,
0: uh... no, it definitely wasn't that. It definitely <laughs> wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: um, I, I am confident. I think uh, when you see uh, the idea of Mitrovic coming up against Walt Faze and uh Daniel Almaty, you think he's going to have He's going to have them both in a spin, you hope. Um, I think just the way Leicester have been playing, um, and the way the way Fulham have been so resilient, no matter how the game goes, whether we have less of the ball, whether we dominate possession, whether whether we don't really have, get a shot on goal, we seem to be really challenging for points. And I think it's encouraging that the majority of our losses are to top six, top six sides. It's what Newcastle. United City uh Spurs awesome. Arsenal. Nice. And and West Ham, think... <laughs> there's your outlier. Yeah. Um even then that was thanks to two missed hand balls from uh VAR, which I think that's official now, And it? It was missed. They've admitted to out that one. It. Wow, thanks. lads. But yeah, there you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that loss off the board anyway. Um <laughs> so, so I don't I don't see Leicester on that level. So I think at the very least we'll uh We'll compete and push for the win. I just hope both sides do go for it and we don't have to sit for a scrappy shit fest like, like the Ooh. other day against Southampton. <laughs> I
1: saw an interesting stat actually earlier that um we're currently obviously seventh in the league and we've beaten or drawn with everyone below us apart from West Ham. Um and we've <laughs> lost we've lost and um, again against everyone above us apart from Liverpool, which we drew against. So Leicester obviously below us, so hopefully we can um can keep it to just West Ham losing to below us, and um, which is pretty consistent for a side that is um, is competing for a top half finish. So, I thought that's pretty interesting.
0: Hmm. Also, another another stat uh, I heard this earlier: <clears throat> the the referee in charge tomorrow is having his first game in a Premier
1: League. Oh no! Uh,
0: and I think he averages over four cards a game. Um, so, I'm expecting someone to get
1: sent off. I hope he's um, not, <laughs> because he's my captain in FPL, and I don't want him to be. Like suspended for Chelsea, yeah.
0: Hey, if, if if we go if we go one or two up, take him off, get Vinicius on, and save them for for their horrible lot down the road. Um, yeah. <laughs> Dan, uh, sorry, Frankie, was you going to say something?
2: Yeah, I was going to say, was that Alan Durant's best bet? Just lump on the cards, get everyone on the cards. We did not,
0: <laughs> no, we did not incite gambling on this uh, podcast, <laughs> yeah. Frankie. But if you did fancy a little flutter. Uh over three and a half cards is probably a good value,
3: uh, <laughs> Dan,
0: damn. Um you must be confident going into tomorrow.
3: I don't even know what the day it is, mate. I mean, honestly, what's going on here? This is an absolute shambles. Um, uh, I, was add, I was gonna add some more stats because to to uh back up Tibbo's point, this is extraordinary, right? We Leicester. Without a win in all 10 of their league matches against the teams currently above them in the table. And they've conceded 26 goals in those matches. Um, so, uh, But Alexander Mitrovic has never scored against Leicester City. So there you are, make it up. I'm, I'm not as confident as I'm in the same position as I was before Saturday's match. I'm not as confident as I was, as everyone else seemed to be. Uh, because Leicester will come out and, and try and play and we'll have to raise the level. And at some point, playing every couple of games is going to impact on the same bunch of players. What's interesting is Solomon is inching towards a little, maybe a place on the bench. And remarkably, Kazawa seems to be uh, getting getting back to, uh, to something approaching full fitness. Um, although we'll see how long that lasts. And, and I, I would just say, look, um, we we joked because uh, people may not know that Alan is actually Andre Frank and Ben biggest supporter, um, indeed. <laughs> and careful, you know, well, I'm always careful, you know that. Um, but of course, the biggest problem with that win last season, uh, two seasons ago, rather at Leicester, was that it convinced Scott Parker that you know Ivan Cavallero was a centre forward. And, you know, the sort of the wildlife in the River Thames was more endangered than the opposition goalkeeper at Craven Cottage for the remainder of the season. You know, this was not a good precedent to set. And I would just like to um, wish everyone at Club Rouge, uh, and particularly Denis Odoi, uh very well at this difficult time <laughs> in, in their lives.
0: Also... Um... Those first two stats you pointed out, Dan Crawford, again, we don't incise gambling, but on those stats, it's a Leicester to nil bet. Um, Yeah. I'm not
3: inciting gambling. (laughs)
0: I'm
3: just just giving information. You're the
1: one. Just emphasising that. (laughs) It's like,
3: I mean, everyone else is like, I'm fine. I'm just like,
1: what's going on here? Well, Mitch
0: Mitch, Mitch is going to break that duck tomorrow um, for certain um he's missed from the penalty spot again um against Southampton so he's he's due a goal um so regarding team news um Kieran does Marco Silva make any changes
1: personally I don't think so because obviously if it's not broken don't fix it or is it if it's if it, yeah that's that's it that is yeah right. that's that
3: sounds correct <laughs>
1: so. I'm just questioning myself for a moment there um <laughs> So yeah, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So um, I think I don't think we'll see any changes. Um, of course, having Solomon and Kazawa back um, in contention is is also a positive for us. I think they're both feature on the bench tomorrow, and perhaps Solomon can get some minutes under his belt, which will be good to see what he's actually actually capable of for longer than however long he was on for for Liverpool. It almost feels like a new signing's about to start start his first game for us again, which is brilliant. Um so yeah it'll be good to see what he brings to the board, but I can't see any changes to starting eleven and obviously um we've had no new issues, which is the main thing, and I think we'll um until until we get beaten, I think we'll carry this eleven forward, um or until until any suspensions occur. Um so yeah, I, I think we'll be unchanged tomorrow, um, but we'll see we'll see our new um our injuryless um players on the bench.
0: Because of what, this is going to be our third game in eight days, is
1: it? Yeah, I think so.
0: Um, Frankie, does Marco Silva make any changes or is there any changes that you'd make?
2: Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I think January will look to boost the squad. I think performance-wise, Harrison Reed was awful against Southampton. It was the type of performance he deserved to get hauled off, and he don't deserve to start the next. But the problem is, the next option in that eight-roll is uh, probably Chalabar, because Kearney seems to be more of a, the Pereira um, makeshift. So um, Yeah, I don't think we've really got much, much depth to really change anything. Um, yeah, I keep it as it is, and I'm really nervous about Robinson and Mitrovic still being a yellow just before just before we play Chelsea on uh ah, Chelsea are easy. next don't Thursday worry. night, yeah. <laughs> apparently so at the moment, yeah they but um I can't make it i can't make any changes and I can't believe I'm saying that with uh after William signing, I don't think I'd have ever thought he's one of the first names on the team sheet at the moment, but any bloody super.
1: He's I so get bullied for saying that he's he's an unreal player. I don't know how, I don't know why, but he is an unreal player, and I get bullied for um, for saying that. That's unacceptable,
3: accept It's bullying you.
1: No, oh, it's, it's all the it's all the Arsenal and Chelsea fans. No, i saw man. And he was there. He's yeah. bullying. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, Rocky. <laughs> I
3: mean, don't
1: listen. <laughs> Early on.
3: don't listen to them, mate. I mean, you know, they don't know anything about football, so you know, they, just,
1: <laughs> they support they just... Chelsea for starters.
3: Said it three it's okay. times. I mean, like uh, at some point we're going to have to start some fines on this podcast for people <laughs> actually saying the name. Thibaut. You need to know that that's not acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Crawford! Right, um, over to you now, Dan. Um, before you throw any more fines out, um, does does Silva make any changes, or does he stick with the uh, same eleven?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm waiting for the patiently for the return of Terence Congolo to the back four. I mean, I've been waiting, <laughs> <a long time. laughs> I've been waiting a long time, man. I'm waiting for him to slot in there seamlessly, either at left back because Robinson's on yellow card. Oh, sorry, one yellow card. I mean, I think now is the time to you know see whether Terence can last, you know, ten minutes possibly before he breaks down again, or if he's really bothered about it. Um, and by the same token, you, you can stick Josh Onomar in there. Uh, in in central midfield and and see if he fancies um, running around uh, at all. Um, I don't know. In, in all seriousness, I, I would be looking at, uh, at a couple of changes and, and I'd be I, I'd be bold with it. I think you could put Kearney deeper, or you could put Kenny in the ten or Luke Harris in the ten and switch put, play Pereira a bit deeper because that's what they did at Crystal Palace. Pereira was actually dropping in. Um, and you know, I, I think it's about time we saw a bit more of Harry Wilson because uh, he offers a great deal in terms of his intelligence off the ball running. Um, but actually, if I was Marco Silver, I'd be looking to minimise the, the disruption because the, the advantage you've got is that you're playing Hall City in the FA Cup. I want an FA Cup run in a big way uh, this this season. Um, and since I've made a last minute decision to go to Leicester City um, and God bless the uh, the people who are going to put up with me four hours there and four hours back in the car um, then uh, I'm hoping for a good performance and he can just disregard everything I've just said which is what Marco normally does anyway <laughs> oh, well, you can add us to that list
0: Um okay. <laughs> <on> Four hours to Leicester from London. How are you getting on a bicycle?
3: <laughs> right. Shut, shut up, mate. Shut up. Unless you want to drive me, you know, that's fine. Then it I've would take four hours. I've seen your driving, Tom.
0: I've never driven a car in my life.
3: Right. Uh, <laughs> that's what s- I
0: mean. <laughs> score prediction, time. Um Kieran, I'm going to start with you. Ooh, What's the score
1: going to be tomorrow night? difficult one, but I'm, I'm predicting a Fulham win. Um, but I think it will be. Uh, I think it'll be two one win. Um, it'll be scrappy, but we'll get the job done. I think we'll get. The, I think we'll go two up, and then they'll pull one back. Perhaps. Um, depend depends what happens, really. I mean, two one's my realistic score, as I usually do. I'll give another one. My my optimistic score would be a, a, a three one victory, but I think two one's a bit more realistic. So I'll go with two one.
0: Was you going to say four then?
1: I was—I I almost <laughs> said four, and I was like, "No, it's less to calm down." So I'll go—I'll go, I'll go three-one. This go is one. good. This is this
0: could end really bad. Can uh, Frankie score prediction, please?
2: 3-0, Metro hat trick.
0: Nice and easy. Uh, Dan Crawford score prediction for t- tomorrow night, please.
3: Gonna be a Desmond Allen. Oh no! Not a two-two. Yeah, that's what I said.
0: Oh, okay. Uh I'm going to go for a two-one victory. I think Kieran's I think Kieran's right. I can see it being fairly open at the start, and I do think we'll go 2 0 up and then just sit back, concede one, and see the game out. Um but hopefully we can get three wins on a bounce, go back above that bus
1: stop in Hounslow and just sit pretty seventh in the table for never week and a bit. The names we have for for the clubs we don't like are, are quite immaculate, I must say. They're brilliant, aren't they? Absolutely. You, we have to sort
0: of reduce the amount of swearing we have on the podcast, which is why we would be as polite as possible.
3: Exactly. That's um, how Frankie's defined. Funks. <laughs> <laughs> <Thanks>. Yellow cards. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh gentlemen it's been an absolute blast tonight right so i'm going to bid you all farewell uh thank you kieran thank you frankie and thank you dan for uh coming onto the podcast tonight uh we will be back on friday for the whole preview um if any listeners have any suggestions anything they want us to do anything they want us to talk about please get in touch Um, because it gives Dana another headache on how we're all going to sort it out. So come on, you whites, and let's hope we can get another win tomorrow.